Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. ACAST anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skrætter alle de der podcast og forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel. 
I love this Damien right because the world is not simple the world is at times not kind it's at times not friendly and actually the ability to deal with the difficult stuff and the stress and the challenges and being uncomfortable and being comfy with uncomfortable is a very very important lesson for us to learn as early as possible exactly I often think that um when you delve into the world of sort of high-performing cultures, there's a great phrase that is uh, that you'll hear echoed in vif- different forms where they say, when you come under pressure, you don't rise to the performance. What you do is descend to your natural level. And that means that if you don't get comfortable with dealing with tough times, you find yourself sort of whinging, moaning and complaining about it. Whereas if you can get comfortable with it and practice keeping your grace, your dignity and your serenity in the face of it, when you come under that pressure, that's how you're going to respond to it. And that's exactly what Adrian described so brilliantly in her keynote. And people love taking the mickey out of me um, for my for my favourite phrase, one that I live by, which is never sit in the comfy chair. I mean, every time I put a picture of myself on Twitter, I just get replies going, that looks like a comfy chair. Why, why are you sitting in there? Uh, and actually, you know, Florence, right? I've got it on the wall in the gym, never sit in the comfy chair. She comes in and goes, Daddy. Why? I love the comfy chair. Why would you not sit in the comfy chair? But the story behind this was my first boss, um, a guy called Adam Stanhope. And I left Rapture TV, which was this tiny channel I was working at in London, Damien, to go down to London. And I didn't have a job. I didn't have a plan. But I just had, I suppose, a fire inside me that I wanted to at least give it a go, to leave Norwich, go to London and try and make it as a TV presenter. And I said, look, Adam, I know that jobs in TV are hard to come by, but I'm going to leave this one with no guarantee of anything else, to go to London. And he said, I think that is brilliant. Never sit in the comfy chair, is my advice to you for the rest of your career. And then when I took the Formula One job, or when I walked away from the BBC to join BT Sport, those were all decisions based on never sitting in the comfy chair. And the great thing is that they can be really big things or they can be really little things. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to walk away from my job. It can just be something as simple as, Um, I'm going to not speak to that person because they're not really very good for me. Or I'm going to try and have a conversation with with a friend or a child or a partner that is kind of a difficult conversation to have. I think as soon as we can try and get comfortable with these kinds of daily challenges, because they are there every day, um... We've, it gives us that sense of control over our lives and then it gives us a sense of confidence because we say, wow, I, I thought that was going to be uncomfy and I went for it and it was actually okay, so what's next? Yeah, so, I mean, when you hear people that sort of want to deride a comment like that, I, I, since we interviewed her, I, I hear Mel Robbins' voice asking, how's cynicism working for you? That It's so easy to sort of mock that kind of thing, but when you then listen to the explanation of it, you go, actually, that's really powerful. That's something about your character, that it's been inculcated into who you are as a person, that you'll always take the path less trodden, you'll always push yourself out of your comfort zone. So why would you not want to practice that, to listen to that, and then think, how do I incorporate that into my own life? I remember many years ago speaking to a, a friend of mine, who, uh, a guy called Jamie Peacock, who was the captain of the England Rugby League team. And he spoke about the same thing, but he would do it. He, he would divide his life into hard and easy decisions. And I asked him to give me an example. And he said, when he went out running, the easy decision was to listen with your headphones in and listen to music to distract your thoughts. The hard decision was to run and just manage your own thinking. So we would always aim to make the hard decision so that he knew in games when he was shattered and exhausted, he'd had the ability to go and make hard decisions so he knew he could do it and he could trust himself. And that's exactly what you're describing with your career. 
It's really good. It's that, um, it's that phrase, what is it, today's pain is tomorrow's power? Right, I love that, yeah. That's a great way of describing it. the same it. thing, yeah. isn't it? I'll tell you something else that I think is interesting is have a think of the people you know, right, that are living a life today identical to the life they were living a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, same job, same restaurants, same house, same friends, same nights out, same evenings in, same, same everything. That is, and if they're happy, great. If they're not, that is a life that's been created by not exploring, not looking for discomfort, not taking on those challenges. So I think the other, the other sort of message for people, if they're not sure how they can embrace this discomfort, is just to make sure that you keep on exploring, just to make sure that you keep on challenging yourself to do something that you've not done before. Go out your comfort zone, taste the discomfort and find the growth that exists. I mean, Johnny Wilkinson on High Performance talking about exploring. Exploring is the true power and the true beauty, isn't it? Absolutely. That mindset of curiosity that just opens yourself up to, to something different. I was reading last week, um, the comedian uh, Rob Beckett had written a book and he talks about some of his upbringing and his mum had a great line that my wife sort of seized on it and uses it with the kids where it says whenever they tried anything different on holidays, she'd say, try it, that might be your favourite food and you don't know it yet. Again, it taps into that idea of just be open to new experiences. At the end of it, you might decide it's not something you'd repeat again. But the fact that you've at least done it leaves you in a wiser place at the end of that. Fantastic. I'm going to try and get some Taramasalata into Florence later on. <laughs> Based on, try it, you just might like it. Come on. It might be your favourite. Get comfy with being uncomfy. Damien, thanks so much. Thanks, mate. Loved it. If you want to hear the rest of uh, that conversation from... Adrian Herbert, her keynote speech on the High Performance Circle. Um, just head to thehighperformancepodcast.com, sign up, you can listen there. And actually, there's so much more amazing content that I know will enrich you and enlighten you. The easy decision is just to think, nah, do you know what? I've got loads to do, I'm going to carry on. The more tricky one is to spend five minutes, sign up, accept the content, and then challenge yourself to listen to it and react to it. I promise, if you sign up now to the High Performance Circle, your life will be in a better place for it. There's so much great stuff there for you. And it's all just being handed out by people who've lived incredible lives themselves. So why on earth would you ever say no to that kind of education? Uh, Damien, massively appreciate you being here as always. Thanks to the whole high performance team. Most of all, though, thanks to you. Wherever you are, whatever you're up to, I hope this got you one step closer to your own high performance life. See ya. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skræt af alle de der podcast og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov og spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel.